0: Welcome to another edition of Down the HR Rabbit Hole, brought to you by Crescent HR and Crescent Payroll Solutions. My name is Sanders Offner, and I'm the president of Crescent Payroll Solutions. Very excited about today's podcast. Been looking forward, forward to it all week, really. We have a great topic today, um, an amazing guest, and expect to have some great conversations today. But first, I'd like to introduce Philip Carrillo, who is our HR advisor for Crescent HR. Welcome, Philip. Thank How are you? you very much. How are you doing? Um, Philip, would you go ahead and introduce our guest for us?
1: Yes, our guest today is Damona Barnes, who is uh, someone I have come to know through the NOLA SHERM organization. She is the president and director, uh, is that right, of the local NOLA SHERM Foundation? She's the president. Yes, okay. Um, And... She, I'm going to read a little bit about her bio uh, for our audience because it is very impressive. Demona has 15 years of experience in the human resources field, including learning and organizational development. Her interests include succession planning, leadership, and organizational development training and recruiting. She's worked in small local companies as well as large global organizations and in various industries, including financial services, manufacturing, construction, consulting services and education. She received her Bachelor of Science degree in human resource education with a concentration in human resource and leadership development from Louisiana State University. She has also obtained her SHRM SCP certification through SHRM and SPHR certification through HRCI. Damona is currently the president of the New Orleans Society of Human Resource Management, or NOLA SHRM as it's locally known. Mm-hmm. National member of the Society of Human Resource Management, SHRM, and national member of the Associati- Association for Talent Development, or ATD. Damona enjoys New Orleans festivals with her husband, Kenneth, Traveling, cooking, and spending time with family and friends—that is a lot of really good stuff there. And I am happy to say that I have joined your ranks, Demona, as a Sherm SCP. So we are so thrilled to have you, and welcome to our program. How are you today?
2: great I am very happy that I am off today because it is quote-unquote Mardi Gras season in the city of New Orleans but as you guys already know it is not the typical um, Mardi Gras experience I did get my hair done today
1: normally I'm getting
2: ready to go to a ball on this Friday night so I kept that tradition but other than that just hanging around the house.
1: Wow are you gonna uh, have a little wine or anything to celebrate just in lieu of the normal festivities?
2: Absolutely, I made sure to get a gallon of margarita from Superior Grill yesterday before all the bars shut (laughs) down. Good for you. Yeah, that sounds like a step ahead of me. I'm prepared. Been home for five days now.
1: That is wonderful. Um, Like I said over and over again, we really are happy to have you. And the the point of this podcast today is really to set the tone for. The next hundreds of podcasts for Crescent HR and Crescent Payroll Solutions. And who better to have with us than the president of NOLA Sherm and someone who thinks every day about goal setting? Um, tell me a little bit about, I've read a little bit obviously about your passions and some of the things that you're excited about locally, but can you tell me a little bit more about some of the things that drive you and personally?
2: Sure, absolutely. Um, I really like helping people, and you know, initially when I was in college, I did not start out in human resources. I thought that I wanted to be a dentist because I thought that that was the way for me to help others. And while well, a few science classes later, and a few counselor <laughs> visits, they were like, "What is it that you want to do?" And I was like, "I know I want to help people," and so that is a passion that's still runs within me every single day. It is important that I'm helping someone, helping someone else. And what I have found is that I love helping my colleagues. I love working with other HR professionals. And so leading charm, even in this unprecedented situation, has still given me a lot of passion and engagement because all of us are, you know, in some ways struggling to be the best self, especially as HR practitioners. Um, in an uncertain situation. And so I have found, you know, now more than ever, it's important that you have a community of HR professionals that you can reach out to for very strange and unique questions and things that are <laughs> popping up. And so for me, that really ties into my passion of helping others. Community involvement, um, definitely outside of SHRM, I am involved in my sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha here in New Orleans. And family specifically, um, my husband and I actually just moved into our house in uh, the Pontchartrain Park, Gentilly area. Awesome. So we are super excited to be putting down roots in New Orleans. Thank you. So um, that's a little bit about me and my passion. <laughs> I
1: love that. How So when you're thinking about how you're helping other people, a lot of goal setting, especially when you're managing teams and when you're dealing um, on an organization-wide level, is about helping people into alignment with your organization's vision and and the long-term goals of the organization. Tell me a little bit about, I mean, you could talk really about anything, but what are some goals that you're excited about this year? Um, And maybe even how have you kind of conceptualized the goals for the year? What drives those decisions and, and you know, how you implement them? So
2: I'll, I'll kind of zoom out a little bit and say that one of the things that I feel personally came out of 2020 and you know even continuing on into 2021 is living in the space of uncertainty not knowing exactly what's going to happen even if you have a plan being flexible and understanding that the plan is going to change and I think that 2020 kind of gave us an opportunity to learn how to do that and do it well and I feel personally that 2021 is the way to continue to stay steady with the uncertainty knowing that things are going to change but focusing on what you can do and for me even on the nola Sherm side it's making sure we're providing relevant and good content to our hr uh, practitioners here in the greater new orleans area but even within my own organization um, working at warren easton it has been an amazing and heartwarming uh, heartwarming experience working with educators and you know, hearing them out and listening to their concerns and trying my very best to make sure that we're making decisions that, you know, includes everyone. And, you know, if we can't do something, we try to be transparent, you know, but I think the biggest part of it is understanding that we can't make big strategic plans and goals like we normally would, Mm -hmm. but staying true to making sure you're providing the level of care and service. Um, to m- members within your organization, to me is number one. I try to make sure that I'm responsive and answering questions, and authentic and, and truly transparent as I can be.
0: Dimon, I have a question for you. You know, when it as when it comes to the the SHRM membership, you know, based off of what you just said, how prepared do you think the uh, the community is with? Within their organization and their goals, are they are they really prepared for a lot of this uncertainty, or do you see some gaps in in that potential that could be harmful?
2: Um, in terms of share membership specifically, or within organization,
0: either or. You know, I, I, I'm just looking in okay. our own experience with some of our own clients. You know, sometimes HR is just put on the back burner. It's it's not something that's on the the forefront of decision makers and should be, especially mm-hmm. in times of uncertainty. And I, I think you could probably attest to that.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. So I would say that, you know, I think that we probably have some, some folks that are still wondering, do I need HR support? Do I either need a, a consulting service or an in-house practitioner? I think that people are probably having these discussions a little bit more now than ever before because of all of what has occurred. and I think that nobody's 100% prepared for anything that's happening. but at the same time, I think we do have leaders asking those questions and trying to determine what is the best way to be supported and yet protected in terms of you know their liability as a business. So I think that people are having the discussion. HR is certainly, you know I think for the longest time we wanted to be at the table we are at the table now, like, <laughs> we've been at the table, but we're really at the table now. I can say mm-hmm. specifically with my own CEO, he's calling me, he's checking in, he's popping in my, like, it, it is a, you know, a, a transparent conversation where it's like, what do you think about this? How should we move with this? And then we, you know, come together on a good decision. So I think that whether it's within the organization or even within our own Sherm chapter, like for me personally as president, I'm so ready for us to come back together. I'm so ready for us to meet in person but yet understanding, you know, with a group of our size what is safe, right? And so trying to make conscious decisions to meet our objectives while still being safe and knowing that ultimately when it's when when it's a good time for us to come back together, I'm going to be the first one <laughs> saying let's go, you know, let's let's get back together.
1: That's really amazing. This is Philip. I I am impressed by the amount of reliance uh, that I see across organizations, across industries on HR these days. It really is becoming more of a cornerstone of business operations rather than a kind Mm -hmm. of touchy-feely, feel-good, you know. There was never really a lot of sensibility about the practicality of having an HR presence in your decision-making Okay. And it is kind of exciting to see that. So I really appreciate that perspective that you just brought. How do you, so obviously there's, there's value that you're bringing. How do you bring that value though? Are you looking at, are you reading science reviews? Are you, are you reading statistics and, and bringing those to the table? When you're sitting at a meeting with your CEO, how do you demonstrate that your perspective is valid, well thought out and worth listening to? Because that's half the battle.
2: Right, absolutely. And so being relatively new to my organization and in a new industry, one of the things that I make sure to let him know is I don't know everything about education yeah. and I don't know everything about human resources, but I know what I know and I know what I don't know. And the things that I don't know, I'm never ashamed to reach out to others within my own HR community, reach out to SHRM resources, because a lot of times, there's someone with an answer that has experience in an area, even if you don't. And so for me, making sure that I answer questions that I know my boss is going to ask me Mm -hmm. in advance. And so being prepared with, you know, what are the typical questions that are going to come up? How are we going to execute this, um, especially specifically within our organization? Very much a face-to-face paper moving type of an organization. However, we've had a significant portion of our workforce that is working remotely and, you know, honestly working remotely for a very extended period of time. And so for me, um, being able to use and leverage technology has been very important. Um, I think it's funny because a lot of the staff I haven't met, but they've gotten emails and touch points from me. And, you know, I'm looking forward to when they do come back into the building so I can go around and meet everyone because, you know, you can't lose that, you know, that touch that you need to have with staff but to be prepared i try to make sure that i've done my research if i don't know something i'm asking and i'm not afraid to say that i don't know something and i'll come i'll come back with an answer
1: it's amazing too the opportunity that you have in the remote which is like you said earlier quick responsiveness that's Mm -hmm. rapport building in a way that is uniquely special actually I mean I think in my experience in recruiting in the past when I was able to have long drawn out communication with people before I ever set eyes on them face to face and we would have incredible rapport because I imbued my emails with the personality and with the personal touch and the empathy and the concern and that's pretty cool, actually. I mean, I think what you're just what you hit on is this incredible opportunity that we have, despite these less than ideal circumstances, to have the personal connection. I think I love that.
0: that. Damona, so you know, one of the reasons why we started this podcast not only to just provide uh, to educate, provide resources to our listeners, but but uh, Part of it is also to bring to highlight more of a really how impactful HR is to a business and I, and I, I say that because I was I was reading your, your your LinkedIn profile and and this part of your description there hits it on the head of I believe what we are trying to do to change the way um, I think the community or people or our business owners view HR um, and if I'd like to read this, you said in your role. I work closely with the CEO to intentionally nurture a healthy, inclusive organizational culture that supports long-term staff retention through systems, training, and leadership. That's amazing because if you probably walked up to someone off the street and said, you know— what's HR to you, you're going to hear, uh, they, they answer employee questions and they, they build employee handbooks and they put out fires or they administer employee benefits, but there's so much more to it. And I love mm-hmm. the fact that your role at, at Warren Easton and what you're doing over there, um, is, is incredible. And I think it's going to do wonders for that organization.
2: Absolutely. I appreciate that. And, you know, it was, it was really, it is a great opportunity because, you know, you're right. A lot of people think of HR as benefits administration and putting out fires and don't get me wrong that that's still happening. Okay. We're still (laughs) making sure everybody's getting paid and making sure benefits are, you know, done done on time And, and employee relations, all those things, they never go away. I don't think at any level of HR, but I do think that you have to be intentional about trying to, Set up a framework around, um, you know, strategy and retention because you you definitely don't want to be in that hiring, you know, frenzy all the time where you're looking for new staff and making sure that you're keeping the people that are really good within your organization. And so I totally agree. It's been exciting. I've been there about 60 days at this point, and I, I've been joking, kind of drinking from the fire hose because of all the changes um, with starting learning in person and then not. We've been in this interesting start-stop. Um, kind of environment but at the same time being able to be impactful and make decisions and you know assist as needed
0: you know Damona one last question for you you know as as we you know obviously we're early into 2021 what are you most excited about you know coming out this pandemic the excitement around what businesses are going to be doing coming back together hopefully you know employees are able to come back to work safely you know, what, what's exciting to you as you're seeing um, with businesses and, and and your friends in the community?
2: Honestly, I think we are all very, very excited to, A, move past 2020 and the uncertainty of, you know, learning on the fly. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to receiving more guidance uh, as it relates to things that we have to implement Um, I think most of us were really, really hair on fire in in March and April trying to, you know, learn and understand new regulations and implement them and and all of that. So for me, I'm really excited that under a new administration, we're probably going to have some decisions made and executed. And um, that's one piece. The other is really looking forward to the culture of the city coming back and that's the gathering that is the hugging folks when you see them and you know the shaking of the hands and you know how's your mom and like all the, the things that make us very unique and special within our community is also still important within the hr community so i really hope fingers crossed that we are able to do a couple of events in person this year and i'm hoping even if it's in the latter part of the year that that's something we can accomplish we're working on it we're you know planning as if we will and trying to be prepared for all options but those are some things that i'm most excited about
0: yeah i think we can all agree to that that's for sure well, Demona, we appreciate you joining us today and uh, we certainly love what you're doing with uh, with Warren Easton and and as the president of Sherm here here locally with Nola Sherm and we hope to be able to see you soon at some some lunches or some some happy hours or some HR in focuses. Yes. Uh, th- those are those are fun and and we look forward to having those again. So, uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast thank you so today. Much. Absolutely. And uh, and thank you for everyone listening. You know, obviously our goal with these podcasts is to continue to Be a value add, be a resource to our listeners Uh, for all things HR. um, It's ever-changing. It's fluid. Um, There's a lot of uncertainty, like Damona said. So um, hopefully these are are impactful to you all, and uh, we will see you at the next podcast. Thank you.